welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you the tips, tools, and resources so that you can discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, holistic health and mindfulness coach, and I'll be guiding you every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. I'm feeling into what this episode is all about. I can feel in my body there's a slight sense of flutteriness in my chest. Hmm. And if I were to, to put a name or a word on the feeling, on the sensation, it would be a little bit of nervousness. Lately in my practice, though, I am intentionally trying not to put the name to the feeling. I often feel that names to feeling, adjectives, when we try to describe it, when we try to put a word on whatever it is, the sensation is in our bodies. Sometimes that can actually take us out of the moment as we often have the idea or concept of good and bad related to different names. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. And I think this is why there's this feeling of curiosity that is arising in my body. Um, I have to say I'm following some really amazing people on Facebook. um, And I'm really impressed at the way that they're showing up and the way that they're being honest and open and talking about things so openly. Um, I think the world of sex and sexuality is such a fascinating one. I feel like it's such a healing one. When we heal our relationship to sex, we can heal our relationship to our bodies, to one another. And I have so many amazing, beautiful, brave souls who are talking really openly and really Raleigh about their sexual experiences. <laughs> I posted a picture, I don't know, a couple months ago, which I was fully covered, but I talked about my yoni and yeah, my my family members were like, what in the world are you doing? And I, and I have to be honest, you know, part of me doesn't show up as openly in those spaces as descriptive, let's say, in those spaces um, because of that, you know, because there's part of me that just wants the path of least resistance and there's part of me that's just easing in, right? That's just easing into this new way of not giving a fuck, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but yeah, so this podcast pla- podcast platform is a little bit easier for me personally to um, drop in and to share. I don't think that the majority of my family listens to it, so that's always a little bit easier. And... 
I don't always want to go Facebook Live on everything. Also, I really, I know that there are a lot of people who tune into the podcast that aren't a part of the Facebook world and vice versa. And so I always try to give different content for different people. So with that being said, I have a new part of the podcast. And it's called Story Tales. And in this episode, and then this, see how it blossoms. But um, in this series, if it continues, it's going to be about really actually bringing you in in some of my life experiences. I've been told by many of my friends that I'm a great storyteller. And these stories are real. And I feel like sometimes they seem like a dream. And I always get such great lessons out of these stories and I know the power that stories have to transform. So I decided that this episode would be my first story tales. And the episode is based upon an experience I had just a few nights ago where I was beyond blown away at my experience and what I witnessed both inside of me and around me. And I've been talking a lot about the divine masculine, which is essentially the highest and best version of the masculine energy, right? Divine masculine does not mean you're male or or female or you can be any any gender the divine masculine is the highest order of the masculine energy the masculine energy which is in absolute alignment with love with truth with divinity and same to for the feminine divine feminine and in these you know i feel so unbelievably blessed Because I have met some of the most amazing men who are absolutely embodied in their divine masculine and they continue to blow me away with their amount of presence and grace and connection and intention and the way that they show up in the world. And I know that there are a lot of women who don't experience these type of men. A lot of women who are experiencing the men who are still really connected to the shadow or the dark side, the dark masculine, the shadow side of the masculine energy, the unhealthy masculine, the masculine who needs to abuse in order to assert their worth, the masculine who is not tuned in to their highest and best self yet. And this is part of the reason why I want to share these stories is because for any women who have not yet connected to the divine masculine I want you to know that they are out there and there's more than you could ever imagine and I do believe and this is also for for anyone even for the brothers if you haven't been able to connect with other brothers like they are out there and you your vibration attracts similar vibrations So if you're in relationships, whether they're romantic or friendships or partnerships or business ships, (laughs) and they're not working out, it's not about, oh, well, you know, I just need to 
change my circumstances. It's about changing your own internal vibrational frequency so that you can be like a magnet and attract other beings who are radiating at the same energy to you. Because once upon a time, I definitely did not have the divine masculine all around me. And I've been doing lots of inner work in order to increase my own frequency. And it's just proof is in the pudding that it works in the external as well. Mm. So, story tales. The rise of the divine masculine. What happens when men choose love? So about a year ago, I was living in Santa Cruz and there was something that was going on in my sexual energy. I had a lot of it and yet I wasn't finding an outlet for it. For me, when it comes to sexual experiences, I cannot just have sex. Four years ago, when I discovered Tantra, I wrote a blog titled, No Longer Will I Settle for Sex. Because that was when I became awoken to the fact that there is something so much deeper that can be ignited through the act of sacred love making. And once I experienced that, I no longer wanted to just have this animalistic style fuck. Now, <laughs> don't get me wrong, that can be a beautiful part of the experience, but just going out and like connecting with someone because you think they're attractive and your hormones are going, it just doesn't work for me. And so, I used to have, you know, I had a really, I had a dry spell, let's say, here. And it was really interesting because my roommates, they would, we would all kind of joke about it because there wasn't a lack of beautiful, amazing, divine men who were in my life. There was just a lack of me sleeping with them. And, you know, for one reason or another, um, things were just not working out. And it kind of became a joke. And... It actually, you know, when I think about it, when I think about that time period, um, it was really challenging and really frustrating for me and I didn't have the answers and I didn't know why these things were happening and maybe I can share a podcast on that if that's of interest to you guys, kind of what I discovered and what the change was. But needless to say, um, fast forward to today and that's a very different story. Well, one of these beings um, that I have one of these divine masculine men I've had a lot of respect for. He's a beautiful soul. He's very inspiring. And um, towards the end of my experience here in Santa Cruz, I just started voicing my sexual frustration. I even made a podcast about it as I was connecting with another woman who's also embodied in her spiritual practice and also feeling the sexual frustrations of wanting to connect deeply in sacred spaces with men and yet where are they so um one of these men we had you know I had kind of started voicing just my frustration my challenges and he was a good friend of mine and 
you know, he heard me and he was like, well, look, like, I'm not sure if it is the right thing or if we're the right chemistry, but I'd be open to exploring, you know, just to be, to exploring with you. I mean, I'm attracted to you and I think that we live different lives. Um, but, and I feel that we could just have a night one night and see, see how it goes, you know, expectations. And so we did. It was right before I left. I had about a week and a half before I was leaving to go to India. And we had a lovely night. We hung out in the back, at, like at the ocean. He, he lives in a van and we like hung out and candles and rose petals and, you know, it was beautiful. Well, long story short, I left India and that was that. Well, I came back to Santa Cruz and my whole dry spell has completely uh, vanished, which has been beautiful because my experience while being back in Santa Cruz this time around is drastically different than my experience before. So I'm hanging out with this beautiful soul again, you know, six months later and there's chemistry flowing and our bodies are talking to one another and he brings it up and he's like, Hey, you know, I'm curious how you feel about, you know, our last interaction and if you still feel similar. Um, he's like, cause I can share where I'm at, you know, and he's kind of in a similar situation that I was in, um, six months earlier. And I was like, well, you know, I can tell you that right now I'm a hell yes. Right. My, right now. I mean, my body is obviously speaking. It definitely wants, like, we have great chemistry. I don't think either of us can deny that. And yeah, I'm definitely interested in exploring more, you know? And so Needless to say, you know, we had some, a little bit, we went dancing and we ended up connecting and it was beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful to be able to make love to a friend, to a brother, to someone that you see their soul, who lets you see their soul, who you see them in all aspects and parts of themselves and you allow each other to be there fully with one another. When you can look into the eyes and say, I see you. And you can allow them to feel you, all parts of you, the parts of you that not very many people get to feel and experience. And so we had a beautiful experience. And then it was like a day went by and the next day there was community night at one of my friend's house. And it was one of my last nights in town in Santa Cruz. And there's another beautiful soul who is a beautiful brother of mine and he's just amazing and an incredible human who I have a lot of respect for and he's in a beautiful loving marriage with another beautiful being who I have a lot of respect for and I have a lot of respect for the way they have their relationship is a very open relationship and they're very they're just amazing humans both of them are just incredible and I could feel you know we had my myself and this second person had connected before not sexually well, a little bit at a at a party at a sexual intimacy party and um we've you know been in contact here and there and we've just expressed our gratitude and our love for one another and both of these brothers are they live in the same house and they live in this beautiful community house and it's the most loving amazing house with just yeah it's that I've been into I think ever and so 
this beautiful being and I had connected and um, there was a there was a known interest on both parties parts from previous experiences and um, I had always kind of held myself back in all honesty because I felt insecure about not wanting to intrude on the relationship between him and his partner because his partner I absolutely adore she's like number one for me and I told her I told him that you know that she's she's what's most important but they you know he he expressed what their relationship is and how it works and um you know I have I see them and I see them in their light and I have had full confidence in everything that he shared with me so that night was community night and the first person had asked me if I wanted to stay the night and I was like, you know, I'm not sure. Like, let me feel into it. Um, I had a big medicine journey the next day and I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to make sure that I was in integrity with what my body needed. Maybe I wanted to go home and sleep earlier, whatever. And I was on the phone and I was talking to my friend and I was telling her about the beautiful sacred love that I made with a beautiful friend of mine. And I said, well, now I'm in this interesting conundrum because there's this other guy and um, it's one of his amazing friends and brothers and uh, I, I'm i also like there's, a, there's an intrigue and there's been an intrigue there too and I'm going to go hang out with him right now and then we're all going to go back to the house and have community night and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I don't necessarily say that I want to go either way or, or any way at all but like, you know, this is kind of where I'm at with it and then all of a sudden I get this text from person number one and he's like hey and by the way I just want you to know that like if you have you know any desire to experience anything else with anyone else like by all means you feel free you know like no no pressure and it was in that moment where I'm like I literally had just expressed this to my friend and I received this message and I read it to her and I'm just like wow like this is this is beautiful you know and you know I know I am a free person I know that I'm not, I don't, I don't owe anything to anyone and I'm not a, you know, I'm not in any relationship, but yet there are so many cultural stories around when you make love to someone or when you connect with someone or when you go on a date with someone. There are so many expectations oftentimes that are placed um, because of fear and ego and insecurities. And um, so it can be easy when this is the cultural conditioning to get trapped in that, right? To get trapped in and that feeling of feeling bad and not fully honoring yourself and your needs and your desires and putting other people before you and not being fully authentic with what you really want. But not that you don't want that thing with that person, but maybe there's something else that you're really feeling excited and you choose not to explore it because of you're afraid. And this is something I've been leaning a lot more into is just speaking my truth and being honest and being open. And it's so much easier when I'm met by the other person. And so, anyways, long story short, we get down, um, I'm hanging out with this other person, we're cuddling, we're having a great time, we're having a good laugh, we're just enjoying each other's presence, and then it's time to go to community night, and uh, yeah, we, it was amazing, I have, it was my last night really in town, and I have amazing humans that I oh, just love so much, and I was, you know, cuddling. It was just a big cuddle from one person to the next, to the next, to the next. And 
I never once felt, you know, controlled or I never once felt guilty or I never once felt, you know, ashamed or I never once felt anything. I was just feeling all the love that I had for all of these humans in different ways and the, the, the pressure of our bodies next to each other and our breath and just the conversations that we would have. And it was honestly like one of the most amazing nights. I, it makes me even like start to have tears in my eyes thinking about it, how beautiful this place is. And um, so we get down to the, to the end of the night and I was cuddling on the bed with my friend, Sam. And um, then people start leaving and I was just really comfy on this bed. And I'm like, you know, I, it's kind of late for me to go to this, the other house that I was staying at. So I'm just going to stay here. I made that decision. And then the first man came over and started cuddling with me. And then he got up and... I don't know, did some things. Then the second man came over and started cuddling with me. And then we all tried to cuddle, but the bed was really small. And then I had to go get up and go to the bathroom. Anyways, I get back down. The bed's, like, fully rolled out. And I'm, like, you know, making myself a little nest and lying there, getting ready to go to sleep, feeling so content, so loved, so juicy, so just, ah, like heaven. And then these two beautiful men decide to come cuddle me. I have one on one side and one on the other. And I just felt so much love. So much love. Not only for both of these men, but I could feel their love for me. And I could feel their love for each other. And in that space, <laughs> sex energy is powerful. <laughs> and so, um, wow, it's interesting. Obviously, you can tell I'm crying. So beautiful. Just so beautiful. Um, in that space, you know, like, dude, we're all sexy beings. Let's be honest. We all are attracted to one another. Let's be honest. And like... I've always had a desire to have a threesome with men. Like having a threesome with women is easy, but like having a threesome with men who are like just divine and 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 love each other and and, and like wow, that was next level, you know. Having a threesome with men it's it's a lot more challenging because of so much of the stigmas around, you know, being gay or whatever. Stupid stories that we've created over time and um wow, this experience was by far one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had in my life. Like, we were in straight worship. We were in worship of one another in such divine ways. Like, wow, I just felt them in so many ways. In so many ways. And... I felt their heart, I felt their soul, I felt their body, I felt their freaking turn on, <laughs> you know, I felt them like feeling me, I felt them feeling each other, like just like like feeling the power, like this magnet, like here I am, this like magnet that allows both of them to be held in this space that is both like primal and sensual and giving and receiving and like holy moly I mean it honestly still feels like a dream right like this whole experience still feels like a dream because I'm like how is this possible 
that I can be in such a sacred and intimate space with two big, beautiful, juicy, full-hearted men and brothers whom I adore and who I have so much respect for. And they could come into this space of worship. And it was really nice because I was the center of that. Like, not going to lie. Like, hello. That was beautiful. Holy moly. And you could feel, wow. I don't even know what was more. I was, no, I do know. Like, I was more turned on. Like, the pleasure that I was getting was immense and phenomenal and holy shit. And I was more turned on at the fact that I could see the reverence between them this respect, this excitement, this brother, I'm on your fucking team, dude. Like, there's no competition. Let's choose love. Let's both get our needs met, right? Because this could have easily turned into some bullshit ego drive, which is what it turns into most of the time. Most of the time, it turns into some bullshit ego drive. And it sucks. It really does. It sucks for the women, it sucks for the men, because then there's this scarcity story of not enough, but instead, these men chose to humble their egos and chose love. And because they chose love and they they honored their desires and they opened themselves up to receiving in whatever way spirit wanted to come through, we all had, at least I can speak for myself, one of the most memorable nights because it wasn't forced, it wasn't planned. There was no expectations and it just flowed. Oh, and did it flow, wow. Mm, Wow. And I remember when we were like towards the end, I, um, we're all laying there naked I just have one of these men in each of my arms, these big, beautiful men. And like, just being like, what? Like, we all had like shit eating grins on our faces. Like, did that just happen? Like, and I was, wow. I mean, obviously you can hear it. I'm still just like, what? (laughs) And this is what's possible. This is what's possible. When we choose love, when we choose to let go of our egos and our insecurities and our fears of not being enough, when we choose love, when we choose trust, when we choose to lean in instead of run away. And I share this story as a greater metaphor for life. Having super hot threesomes with two men, gorgeous, incredible human souls who happen to be in male bodies may not be your cup of tea. Or maybe it is. And, you know, this is I just, 
as a woman being able to witness men in that space it was the most divine thing I've ever seen and I can honestly say that when men choose to soften and choose to drop the stories of competition ego and not enoughness in all aspects of their lives in friendships in business relationship in love relationship so much is possible The divine masculine is rising and I can feel it and I'm so grateful to both of these men for giving me this experience that I will never forget. And to all the men out there who are choosing to do their inner work are choosing to show up fully in whatever way they can to the best of their ability I honor you for when you show up for you and in that space connected to the highest most authentic version of you you radiate and create the space for everyone else around you to as well so thank you thank you so much for listening thank you so much for your time if you enjoyed story tales please write in please let me know I create this content for you and I don't always know what speaks and I want to continue to create in a way that feels most aligned to the audience. So thank you so much. I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content, and together we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.